You're listening to the Big Finish Podcast, released on the 27th of December, 2020, just in time for New Year. Ah, my dear master, master, master and master. This is a very great and, may I say, unexpected pleasure. Should I suspect a trap? We were all beginning to. But then we always do. Excellent point. Well, welcome. I'm Benji Clifford. He's Nick Briggs. Hello, and hello. a happy new year to you all. Hey. 20 to Wahenti Wahan. <laughs> so, yes, coming up, what have we got? We've got reviews coming up. Um, we're reviewing Doctor Who, The Flying Dutchman and Displaced, featuring the seventh Doctor, Ace and Hex. We delve into your email with listeners' emails, your chance to chat to us, and they're sent to podcast at bigfinish.com. So do get them in, and do. you could be the one to, to have your emails read out in the next podcast. It could be you. Could be. Could be. And we go behind the scenes with free speech, the Paul Sprague Memorial Short Trips Opportunity winner, written by Yuzani Pusenak. Uh, it's a really great script, and it's uh, read by Jacob Dudman. And then we look and pluck a Big Finish release out of the Big Finish archive with the Randomoid Selectatron. And that's where we give you 25% of a random release. We have a little chat about it, recommend it to you, and then send you on your merry way to grab your discount. Oh, lovely. It's very random. And uh, we dramatise you finally with Masterful. Need oh, I say oh, oh. more? A load of masters. Oh, oh, by James Goss. All that and more coming right up. <laughs> so, New Year. What are you going to do uh, in the New Year? What, you mean? Uh, I mean, I don't know. I mean, the, To celebrate it. Oh, to celebrate. I thought you just meant generally my, my whole next year. No, I, no, I haven't no, planned that part. Yeah. Um, I mean, there's not a lot you can really do this year apart from kind of make up your own merry fun. Um, Is it going to so, be like your Christmas with the with the nuclear family? I, I dare say, I dare say that'll be the goal. I mean, you know, much Prosecco to be drunk um, and not a lot of time to do it in. I tend to, I tell you what, actually, I've, I've never been a big fan of New Year's Eve, actually. I've always thought it was, it was, it was one of those uh, things where it's never as good as you think it's going to be. Uh. Like the, the the do is always, you know, very rarely do you have a very very good New Year's Eve, and you too get much to expectation. Point, do you think? Definitely, and then you get this other side of it where you've got to stay up for hours and hours and hours, and it's like, <laughs> you know, normally it's like you just rock and you don't you don't think about where you are, and you you look and think, oh, it's like two in the morning, great, I've, I've really had a good time, but then um, this one. It feels like because you, you're the nature of New Year's Eve is you're constantly looking at the clock to know when New Year's Eve is, when the mm. new year is. Mm. That nature of it kind of ruins the flow, if that makes sense. Yeah, yeah I know what you mean. Yeah, I deliberately like I, I ignore it really. Yeah, you just you just <laughs> go to bed and then think, why on earth are they? What's all these fireworks? Are we at war? Um, and then <laughs> realise that it's a new year. Uh, good point. Uh, of course, uh, he's never far away from my thoughts. Paul Sprague, uh, who uh, sadly we lost quite a few years ago now. Um, but uh, he, uh, this was one of his favourite times of year, really, Christmas and New Year. So it's great that we're celebrating him by announcing the winner of our Paul Sprague Short Trips Memorial Opportunity Um so yeah, Paul was always such a great encourager 
of new talent. And that's why uh, Ian Atkins, who was a close friend of Paul's, uh, you know, decided that we should or suggested that we should set up this uh, opportunity in the name of Paul Sprague, which we were totally behind. It was a brilliant suggestion. And uh, so, yeah, lo- lovely to celebrate this uh, time of year. And, you know, with a great new writer, Yuzani has written a fantastic script, you know, with um, Emily Cook, Rob Sherman and I were the judges. Well, and Alfie Shaw, the producer, of course. And um, we, you know, it was a unanimous decision. Um, We thought her script was marvellous. It it deals with the whole idea with people having to purchase the right to speak. Oh, that is... Yeah, and they have a chip in their tongue. isn't it? Yeah, I'm not giving too much away because that's explained like in the first two paragraphs of the story. Uh, And uh, it's a 10th Doctor story and Jake does his lovely David Tennant voice. And it's really lovely. Anyway, that's a little preview of that is coming up later on. Very exciting and lovely there to honour the memory of the wonderful Paul Sprack. Um, Time now, I suppose, Nick, for us to move forward in this podcast voyage uh, (laughs) with the latest reviews. Lovely. And as we mentioned at the top of the podcast, we are looking at Doctor Who, the Flying Dutchman stroke. Displaced. Good, good, good slash stroke stroke there. Like the cat. Stroke it. Here's the trailer. From Big Finish Productions, Doctor Who, the Flying Dutchman and Displaced. The Flying Dutchman is a glowing, ghostly ship, one that can never make port and is doomed to sail the seas forever. Why did he sound like ghost? What's happening? Readying the artillery, sir! Good! Let's hit them with everything we've got! Let them go or you don't want to know where I'll put this sword! Aha! Nor mine! Bring her around! The wind's too strong! We're gonna lose her! You really are an amlubber, aren't you? I'm a big fan of dry land. That's what you mean. They're but evil they... spirits, Captain. Throw them overboard. That's too good for a cut their throat. Yeah. Oh, steady on, fellas. Hell! She's overpowering me. Watch the yard arm. Ace, what did you do? I didn't touch anything. No slugs. No lava. So far, so good. Earth. 2020, I would say. I thought all the doors were stuck. Clearly, Harry can unstick them. (laughs) But a 2020 Harry can't move doors. My brain knows ghosts aren't real, but my gut tells me this place is haunted. Big finish. We love stories. And it's so simple. All you need to do is go to bigfinish.com and type in the Flying Dutchman. Yeah, and I dare say, it. if you just type in the Flying Dutchman, it'll come up with the Flying Dutchman slash displaced as well. I wonder what happens if you type in displaced or just Dutchman. I bet those well, would work as well. That'd probably work. Don't just type in the slash, though. I feel like that opens up a whole <laughs> cave of, uh, of things. I'm you, now you, going you, to do that. I want <laughs> to see what happens if you just type a, a slash, forward slash. Uh, yeah. Let's see. Nothing. (laughs) (laughs) How underwhelming. (sighs) Well, let's see what the reviewers have made of this Mm. release. We go to warpedfactor.com. Oh, I love that name. Worth getting? Definitely. And for all its Armitage's script... 
that will stay with you longer. It's worth getting for both, as they each show a strand of Seventh Doctor storytelling that will thrum and twang your chords, uh, the chords of your memory, and give you ample rewards for your attention. I say, that was very floridly written, wasn't it? Certainly uh, was. Well done, Warped Factor. The TheDigitalFix.com says the juxtaposition of thrills and frights in two stories make this release from Big Finish a must-listen. Must-listen is hyphenated. I think I like that. I like the I like hyphen. It. Yeah, it gives respect it an urgent, for the hyphen. It gives it an urgent nature, doesn't it? I, I Must-listen. Like Must-listen. <laughs> Must-listen. Thank you, Nida. Thank you, Nida. Thank you, Nida. Thank you. That's um, what I wanted to must listen to. <laughs> <laughs> well, DoctorWhoReviews.net says this <laughs> displaced and its central truth is a fine counterpoint to the evils of humanity shown in the Flying Dutchman and again proves the confidence and variability, variability that Doctor <laughs> Who offers no matter the story length or format. It is an interesting conjecture. Must listen. We the are cult.rock. Must listen. Uh, both stories are very enjoyable, although it's this reviewer's recommendation that you space out listening to the pair for maximum enjoyment. Must listen. A worthy set to bring back this classic team. Welcome back, Hex. Let's not leave it so long next time. Must listen. Well, must listen. Chris G. <laughs> Joinson says, uh, just finished Big Finishes, The Flying Dutchman slash Displace, must listen. And whilst The Flying Dutchman is a fun pirate adventure, I genuinely love Displace. Such an atmospheric piece of must listen with a great mystery and great interactions between three stellar characters and actors. <laughs> we have lost the plot uh, next week we'll be talking about Doctor Who the new adventures of Bernice Summerfield volume 6 lost in translation must listen coming up we go behind the scenes with the Paul Sprague Memorial Short Trips opportunity winner free speech by Yuzani Pusenak but first it's listeners emails Well, I mean, it goes without saying. It's a new year, new me. <laughs> I hate when people say that. But the one thing that never changes, no matter whether it's the year 2021, the year 2020, or the year 2019, or the year 2018, or the year... No, stop it, stop it. Is emails. Emails stay the same. There's a, there's just a quality and a comfort of knowing that emails exist. And if you want to email us, it's so simple. Just send them to podcast at Finish. Dot com and it might even be you that gets your email read out nice. now this one is from michael house and the subject of this one is regarding big finnish male doctor who companions oh, quite controversial oh contra do we have the controversy klaxon here <laughs> Thank you very much. Uh, to whom it may concern, I, I'm immediately, whenever anybody writes that, I just assume that this email has been written with somebody holding a quill. Um, recently, <laughs> as of November 2020, Nick mentioned on the podcast that Big Finish hasn't had much luck with original male Doctor Who companions. As this is not the first time that I recall the subject coming up in conversation, I hereby offer my thoughts regarding this topic, focusing on Thomas Brewster and Will Arrowsmith. First, Brewster. He is distinctive, well-written and performed. Unlike, say, Turlow or Captain Jack. However, <laughs> that's, ouch. Uh, however, the Doctor's example never seemed to rub off on this particular Dickensian orphan. I feel bad about the raw deal he got, 
but I don't think it excuses his behaviour towards the Doctor, and it's this latter aspect that turned me off in this instance. Second, Arrowsmith. This is different, he seemed like a fish out of water. I didn't find him a particularly notable character in his own right, and that was without him being overshadowed not only by the Seventh Doctor, but also by Klein. As a result, he struck me as superfluous, a non-entity. Sounds like a non-entity. Must listen. Um, Must listen. Uh, Not bad, just not very interesting. For these reasons, neither of them seem to me personally to have what it takes to be a companion. I'm not, however, uh, opposed to the idea of male Doctor Who companions in principle. Ian, Stephen, Ben and Jamie are among my favourite companions from the TV series. I also like what Big Finish has done with them, and with Turlo and Adric, by the way, uh, of giving them all development that they hardly got on TV. And I'm looking forward to what Big Finish will do with Harry Sullivan in upcoming Fourth Doctor adventures. If if Big Finish creates other original male Doctor Who companions, I'll give him a shot as well. Be seeing you, Michael House. Well, that's interesting, slightly controversial, interesting points there. Hmm, okay. I'll say no more. Um, No more. No more. more And must listen. Uh, Christopher Latham has written in and his uh, email is called Jenny2. Hello, chaps. Hope you're both well and safe. I was wondering if you had any news on when we might see a second Jenny, the Doctor's daughter said. I know Georgia and David were busy with a new child recently, of course. I really enjoyed the first one, which acknowledged Jenny's newness while still newness newness must listen whilst still whilst allowing I'm now making up words that aren't in the email whilst allowing her the freedom to work out who she is what the doctor gave her as an inheritance and what is all herself it would be interesting to see where she goes next down to the shops and hopefully the demand was there from the sales of the first set to justify another outing all the best Christopher Latham yeah uh, no news on that yet but um, keep your ear to the ground make sure that the ground is clean first then well the last email that we have here is from John Hogan who asks a very good question actually um, yes. I think the best format for classic Doctor Who is the four part serial it allows for complex stories character development and getting immersed in the setting With the monthly range being discontinued, will classic Doctor stories still have this format? Well, John, the answer to that question is some of them will, some of them won't. I personally, controversially, think that two and three part stories are better, um, but there definitely will be four part stories. So, you know, there'll be a variety. I think three parts quite fun. We're used to our stories being told quicker now. And the four part story seems to sort of, for me, it, it seems to unless it's really skillfully done it seems there seems to be quite a lag in it and what I did as I've said before so pardon me for being boring in the two part stories the Tom Baker ones I always did uh, a first episode like a traditional four part stories first episode and then in the first five to ten minutes of the second episode I do the equivalent of episodes two and three that sort of handbrake turn version of of all the sort of toing and froing that goes on and then write the rest of the episode like a traditional four part story episode four with a three-part story, you have the opportunity for the classic three-act structure of the story, beginning, middle and end. And that works really, really well, where you introduce all the mystery in the first part and then you find out stuff in the third part and then you act on that information in the final part. So four parts is weird because I think drama works on a three-act structure and you've got this 
third episode, which you kind of don't know what to do with. There are exceptions to any opinion and any rule, and some, sometimes it works perfectly. And so we will in, in endeavour to uh, make the most of the four-part format, but not stick to it slavishly. How about that for an answer? What do you think? I think you did very well there. Well done. Well <laughs> to done. keep talking. It is New Year, after all. Uh, so, funnily enough, in the next podcast, there'll be some more emails sent to podcast at bigfinish.com. And now we go behind the scenes with Free Speech by Usaini Pusinak, the winner of the Paul Sprague Memorial Short Trips Opportunity. Here, Nick chats to Jacob Dubman, who performed the story. Interview commenced 5.56pm, 17th of January. Inspector Lockett in attendance. From Big Finish Productions, Doctor Who, short trips, free speech. The Big Finish Podcast. Ah, Jake, hello. Hello. So we've just finished recording, or you've just finished recording, and we've just, Alfie and I have just been sitting and listening. <laughs> have, you been, have you been playing along, have you? Yes, You've that's a, right. On the spoons. Sure. Free speech. Yeah. Mm. Which is the Paul Sprague Memorial winner. Uh, short trips. Yeah. A Usaini Goosen Jack. Yeah. So tell yes. me your tell me about the story and um, how you felt about it. Well, I really like the concept. Um I was uh I was saying this to you and Alfie before before the uh, the recording that I just think it's it's, it's really interesting and um, I haven't personally read anything like it and uh, and I love the message that it sends and as a believer that everyone should have free speech um, I was all for it and I think that it's nice to have um, a story that doesn't it's a, it's a Doctor Light, I suppose. Would you would you call it a Doctor Light? I suppose so. Yeah, I, he's pivotal. I enjoy those, but, yeah. yeah, yeah, absolutely. But he's sort of you know he's um, he's not the protagonist, and um, and I think she's created a really vivid world um, that's easy to see, and um, I think they're all fun characters as well. I really like Lockett, um, and I really like uh, Helena and her annoying family. <laughs> What were your feelings about a story that so clearly had language at the heart of it? Oh, um, I think it's I think it's great. I think that um, we all have our own um, issues and things we're passionate about that people should speak up about if they want to, you know, raise awareness on a certain issue. I think now more than ever, people can do that with the. Uh, powers of the internet and such like so i think that to have a story about it and to have a story where uh people find their voice or learn that they have the power this is that, that brilliant speech at the end of the at the end of the story which um oh bollocks what's his name <laughs> gonna have to cut that amius 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 um there's that brilliant speech at the end of the episode that Amias had, which is, you know, I found it inspirational when I when I read it, um, yeah. and sort of yeah, hearing that you, um, you your words are important, as the doctor said, um, and how we use um, our words for good or bad. So I really like that being the core 
of the story, really. Now, once upon a time, when we recorded in studios, one of the mm. questions that we... That we <laughs> 2,000 yeah. years ago. Yeah. <laughs> when questions... Rory the Roman was still sitting oh. in front of a box. Yeah. <laughs> That's... Yeah, <laughs> we um, we always used to ask people about the lunches, and that just became the question that everyone. Oh, what yeah. that? now this time now, what's becoming the oft repeated question is about mm. the nature of remote recording. Oh yes, yeah, yeah. Well, uh, I'm I'm sort of tucked inside a wardrobe in my bedroom right now, uh, which is not the most comfortable thing in the world, but um, we make do. And as long as it sounds all right, that's what matters, really. I've sort of been contorting my spine in various ways throughout this recording. But um, the lunches aren't as good. Um, I miss those. But um, it'll be nice to be back in the studio. I've got a really good feeling about next year. Uh, well, it'll be this year by the time uh, this comes out, I suppose. Well, it, no, so it be, future Jacob. It... <laughs> oh, really? Um, whenever it comes out. Here is me, Jacob Dudman, in November 2020, saying I have a good feeling about 2021. I hope yeah, that ages well. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And I, the, the comment about your spine, I hope that wasn't the uh, precursor to some insurance claim. <laughs> yep, suing Big Finish for all they're worth. Um, <laughs> no, but that is probably what you heard the clicking occasionally that we were probably. And that's uh, what it was. And the dog as well. Paul the dog. Yeah, the dog was my. Yeah, yeah. Paul the dog in the street. Yeah. Um, yeah, the dog wasn't my spine. Or maybe it was. I don't know. That's quite profound. Thanks, Jake. <laughs> Thank you very much. I was conscious of my own tongue chip, which felt hot and heavy in my mouth direct line to my bank account. Each word cost one druble. Always been that way on Skaz. Mr. Gavrit is well known to us. Had you met him before the night of the 13th? No. Anyone else? The doctor. A mate of mine once said time is money. Good old Benjamin. Loved his kites. We raced across the road, with the doctor shouting after us. No, 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 come back! You don't understand! If you refuse to speak, your silence will be taken as an admission of guilt. You could be fined, sent to prison, maybe even receive a permanent laryngectomy, courtesy of the state. Is that what you want? Big Finish. We love stories. Just go to bigfinish.com and type in free speech and you'll find it. It's free as well. All you have to do is be signed into our site. Easy. Well, coming up soon, Masterful by James Goss. But first, the Randomoid Selectatron. <gasps> yes, so we will be offering you a 25% discount on a randomly selected release. What have we got, Benji? Well, it's 202 Doctor Who, The Warehouse. It's going for another Sylvester McCoy story this week. Wow, it's two Sylvesters in a row. Yeah, two Sylvesters, three, I, and, and it's a hat trick. I particularly love the cover of this one. Anyway, it's by Mike Tucker. Here's the trailer. Coming soon from Big Finish Productions, Doctor Who, The Warehouse. Would the section manager please contact the supervisor's office? Looks like a warehouse of some kind. A very big warehouse. There must be miles of shelves. We're told that if we live a good life, obey the commandments, then we will be rewarded. Delivering two, two items. Two 
looping vermin again. Repeat, section manager to contact the supervisor's office immediately. Doctor? I hear it, Mel. The patter of clod patter of lots of clawed feet. Oh, you're clever, you are, Doctor. Too clever by half. Big finish. We love stories. Wow. Yeah, Bonnie Langford and Sylvester McCoy. Oh, Anna Bentink. Yeah, I think she's related to uh, Tim Bentink, hmm. who, who is in Space 1999, for example, as Commissioner Simmons. Yeah, nice. Nice production here. Uh, great cast. Oh, it must have been directed by... Um, yeah, Barnaby. I thought so because it's got Barry McCarthy in, and he always likes to cast Barry McCarthy. McCarthy. And uh, Philip Franks, really classy act. That nice. Can't go wrong with this release, then. Claire Buckfield, really? old friend, lovely. So you get the twenty-five percent discount by going to the Big Finish site, bigfinish.com, and you can find the podcast in the podcast range, or you can find it under audiobooks under the Big Finish podcast, or you can find it on the homepage, just about halfway down, and where it says "Click More" to get more text. You have a look, and it says the Randomoid Selectron also features. Click here. You click there, and you enter the codes. Buck up. B u c k u p. No punctuation, no spaces, all in capital letters. Couldn't be easier. And there you are. Enjoy. Simple stuff. Simple stuff with massive benefits. Well, it is time for us to rock on now um, and end this podcast. So I feel, given that Masterful is going to be our uh, special drama tease, why don't we say goodbye in the style of the master? (laughs) Goodbye. I don't know which master that was. That was a cross one. I'll do an Anthony Ainley sort of... (laughs) <laughs> goodbye doctor goodbye I always dress for the occasion I always dress for the occasion so while we're away why not enjoy the first 15 minutes of Masterful starring lots of masters and written by James Goss sky. No, the colour's not what I'd choose. (laughs) Hello. Indeed. I presume you summoned me. To a ruined castle on a desolate rock? Uh, Hardly my style. I'm offended. (laughs) Please don't be. Time scoops always make me feel... (sighs) I'd assumed you were my welcoming committee. On the contrary, a fellow guest. I wanted to see who else was coming. Ah, before you went in. Clever. Well, it's never wise to arrive first. Unless it's your own party. <sighs> Quite the climb. What of you? A cold, high place overlooking the... Oh, don't. Who brought us here? One wonders. Shall we? After you, Master. No, Master. After you.
Welcome, sirs. May I take your cloaks? Robot? Bioform. Who brought us here? I am the master, and you will... That will not work on me, sir. Robot. Bioform. We shrank him. Easier than scanning. <laughs> Doesn't work the same way on robots. Mm. Mm. Crude work. It's a relatively unsophisticated clone. I'm sorry my construction did not please you, sir. Unless you'd also like to kill this copy, would you care to follow me? I can't help feeling he somehow won that one. Crude bioform. Immune to hypnosis. Fragile. On the contrary, I've narrowed down his possible origins. Oh, you just enjoyed killing him. Whoever this is, likes to make an impression. A castle carved from obsidian, decorated with black marble, black drapes. One senses a theme. If you would like to wait here, sirs. Wait. Wait. <laughs> now you'd like to kill him. Admit it. Between ourselves. Go on. No, thank you. Well, don't look so disappointed in yourself. I'm just... Deaths are sometimes necessary. Purely as a means to an end. I see. I'd forgotten how priggish I could be before I left home. That's because of your body. My body? You must... I mean, are you in... Oh, agony. Purest agony. My entire body decaying and burning every second. Then I'd understand. If you wanted some kind of macabre diversion from... My own suffering. Hmm. I wonder what there is here in the way of refreshment. Hmm. A table set for dinner. Intriguing. Can I ask what happened? To me. To me, yes. I happened. You. He ran out of lives but refused to give up, clinging on until I came along. You were a flirtation. I'm a body for special occasions. You're the tatty old shoes I can't throw away. Uh. And you, my misspent youth. Uh, you brought us here to find out how you turn out. No. But three of us. Intriguing. Oh, make it four. Hello, boys. Oh, a pattern is emerging. Isolated stately home. Crackling fire. Fort. Dastardly suspects. Oh, I spy board game potential. Which of us is Mr. Black? Isn't he the victim? Rather my point. We've never done this before. Got together, had a chinwag, swapped evil schemes. Tell you what, let's whip them all out, give each other notes, a 360 appraisal. Now, I should warn you, my feedback can be lethal. Who's going first? You're missing the point of this. No, I'm not. Meanwhile, where was I? Ah, yes. Altering the settings on the Sontar and gene tanks. Why? Good. Put a pin in that. Let's hope I remember when I get back. Ah, my dear master, 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 and master. This is a very great and, may I say, unexpected pleasure. Should I suspect a trap? 
We were all beginning to. But then we always do. Excellent point. Time scooped again so soon after the death zone. <laughs> Repetition provides a certain comfort. It's a trap. As I've already suggested, I'd lay my bets on the doctor being behind it. If he wasn't so sickeningly moral. The whole castle would be packed with dynamite. And... Boom. Just give us an interminable lecture. Appeal to our better natures. Talk about our childhood. Won't you show mercy to your own? (laughs) He always falls for that. Yes, I rather fear this is beyond the Doctor's feeble imagination. Indeed, yes. Gives one pause, doesn't it? Or could it be uh, her? The terrible Zolden? No. The Rani? Don't flatter yourself, sunshine. Oh, I don't know. The awful desolation outside. Looks like her handiwork. If she took up gardening. Oh, too true. Somewhere outside, hordes of sleep-deprived bat-panthers would be trying to protect the last daffodil from the killer bees. It's not her, is it? Ah, a pity. It's not them, is it? The Daleks? No. The butler wasn't one of their duplicates. So you checked too. Excellent. Me too. Anyway, stylistically, this place is all wrong for them. It's the drapes, isn't it? Not very Dalek. No, I fear the solution is much closer to home. Within our own ranks. An intriguing possibility. And forgive me, plain wrong. You? You can't be. Impossible. Intriguing. Scared? What are you doing here? How wonderful to see you. Well, all but one of you. You see, my friends, your theory was very right, but also, alas, very wrong. One advantage of age is hindsight. A table set for a banquet. I wonder what we are to be served. None of you has even touched the amuse-bouche. Well, perhaps we weren't hungry. Nonsense. We're always hungry. And what have we here? Wines are like plans. They require time, patience, and discrimination. Oh, and to hide poison in this particular vintage would be a crime too heinous even for me. No. Hang on. Are you saying one of these masters is not like the others? One of these masters isn't the same? Indeed I am. J'accuse. <gasps> Me? You. What grounds have you for this baseless accusation? You seem too sure of yourself. As are you. I've earned that right, but not you. Look at me. No. I... Look your master in the eye! I... 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 I thought as much! Relax, chameleon. Oh, the robot. Yes, one of us had the forethought to send an amanuensis. So, it's just a shape-shifting robot. Nothing more. But I am connected live to these, these proceedings, and enjoying them immensely. 
At a safe distance, yes, of course you are. It also proves that you're wrong. I don't think so. In fact, it confirms my suspicions. How? You're making this up as you go along. That's hardly a crime. Oh, you really should join me in this wine. What if it's you? You're me? You think I'd bother setting all this up just for the pleasure of your company? Why would I waste my time? I don't like your tone. I wish that wasn't all I didn't like about you. How dare you? A collection of failures, wrong turns, and... Ah, yes, a robot duplicate. I'd rather be stuck in a shopping centre lift. You dismiss us? If it hadn't been for me clinging on to life, then where would you be? Perhaps I'd have got around to happening a good deal sooner. I spent my whole life fighting a war. A war I fear none of you have the stamina for. No offence. All taken. If you'd had the decency to die earlier, then perhaps, just perhaps, I could have prevented a war that tore apart time. Now, wouldn't that have been a life worth living? Why, my own people might even have hailed me as saviour, made me president of Gallifrey. Imagine that. Look at me. All of you. Look into my eyes. You can see all that I've done and could do. Now, if you think you're my equal, carry on looking at me. The others, look away. Horrible. I see. Will none of you look at me? I will. Ah, so it's you. I'm pausing for a gasp. Oh, come on. Not even an ooh. Six masters sitting in a tree. K-I-S-S-I-N. Oh, come on. It'll be fun. Let's throw our TARDIS keys in a bowl and see what happens. I presume you're behind all this? Absolutely, Dad. And you are? The winner! What does that mean? It is a trap. Oh, and a highly glorious one. A trap? I wouldn't bother setting a trap for my former selves. But I'll tell you what I would do, and do in a heartbeat. I'd invite you all to a party. A party? Yes, a knees up! And it's not just to cheer up, you sad sops. No, it's to gloat. Why? Lean in. No, lean closer. I've won. <laughs> Those looks off your face, sweethearts. I've won. You hear me? After all your millennia, your endless lifetimes of scheming, great plans and invasions and alliances and last-minute escapes and... No, no, keep back, you fool! No! After all that thwarted genius, I've actually won. Define winning. Look around you, plummy. I've got a black castle. That's winning, isn't it? Would you like to see the games room? Every game has spikes, even tiddlywinks. You've not answered my question. Ah, how about a demonstration? Look. Look out there. 
planet may not be much, but the sunsets to die for. All those stars, mine. All the planets spinning around them, mine too. All creation bows down and worships me. I am finally the master. <laughs> Up till now it seemed like boasting. Now, oh, I deserve the title. But what about the doctor? See that star on the left? No, the far left. I tried keeping her shackled and burning in orbit around it, but... She escaped. So I plunged her into the heart of it. The doctor's dead. So very, very, very kebabbed. <laughs> Shame. Always adored having failures around to watch my triumphs. But no matter! Now I've got you guys. You consider us failures? Early drafts. But let's not dwell. I promised you a party. And a party we are going to have. You. Me. You. You more than all of us knows the value of life. Of continuing against impossible odds. Of winning even when that victory is simply taking another breath. You're too kind. So, I have a special request to ask of you. Ask it? Yeah. Plug in the karaoke machine, would you? What? No ABBA. Unless it's Waterloo. Who doesn't love Waterloo? You're proposing we have a sing-song? Obviously. No more schemes and plans. Now, we like to party. We love to party. Happiness is just around the corner. The Venga bus is coming. Uh, oh. oh, give that here. Peoples of the universe, please attend carefully. The message that follows is vital to the future of you all. Guess what? They listened. They listened and they obeyed. You've been listening to a Big Finish production. Don't forget to rate, review and subscribe. Oh yes, please do, yes. <laughs>